Good morning. It is Monday, December 14th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. I hope you've been enjoying our mini-series here in the Psalms of Ascent. The book of Psalms just lends itself so well to devotional reading, and it has been really great to step into this sort of reading during this Advent season. We will keep doing the Psalms of Ascent this week, and then we're going to take a week off next week for Advent, and then finish out the year with the last five Psalms. So let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is Psalm 125. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people, from this time forth and forevermore. For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land allotted to the righteous, lest the righteous stretch out their hands to do wrong. Do good, O Lord to those who are good, and to those who are upright in their hearts. But those who turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord will lead away with evildoers. Peace be upon Israel. Let me pray for us. O our God, we praise you this morning for so many things, for giving us today, for giving us your word, for giving us your son, for giving us the church, for giving us breath. Our hearts can find 10,000 reasons to praise you and still not exhaust the depths of your love for us. God, this morning, as we look at Psalm 125, we ask you for wisdom and clarity. Let your Holy Spirit lead us as we read and meditate on this word. Amen. There was this band that I used to love as a teenager, and I got a chance to see them live a few times. And after one of the concerts, I saw the singer outside smoking a cigarette, And I went up to talk to him, and I asked him about one of the songs they sing that I just had never heard before. And he smiled at me, and he said, it's the third song on whatever album it was on. And I remember saying to him this, oh, that's why I don't remember it, because the first two songs on that album are so good, I never got to the third song. And I sort of feel that way about our psalm today. Let me read it for us again, and tell me if you don't feel the way I do. When we read these first two verses, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forevermore. For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land allotted to the righteous, lest the righteous stretch out their hands to do wrong. Do good, O Lord, to those who are good, and to those who are upright in their hearts. But those who turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord will lead away with evildoers. Peace be upon Israel. Those first two verses are just amazing. Think about in your own life how many times those two verses have proven to be true. Think about all the times in Scripture that these two verses have proven to be true. And this passage helps us clearly see two groups of people. First, there are those who trust in the Lord. They are the ones who are surrounded, good, upright, stable in their course, and living in peace. And then there are the wicked, 
the ones who will be led away by the Lord's wrath, live in crooked ways, will not find rest and will wield power for selfish reasons. The psalmist lays out these descriptions of both groups in order to point back to the one thing that at its root separates them. And if we were to read this passage backwards, we would see that the one qualifier that marks the righteous as opposed to the wicked is trust in the Lord. As we go today, there are at least two ways that we can meditate on this passage. First, in our lives we see that God is good to both the good and the wicked. The sun comes up on both the righteous and the unrighteous. Both the wicked and the good might have successful jobs and wonderful families. However, for those who trust in the Lord, there is a whole host of blessings secured to them in Christ. Even in this passage, we see that the Lord surrounds His people, His people being those who trust in Him. And in verse 5, the evildoers are led away and separated from God, living outside of His presence. So my question is, how often do we take this for granted and ignore the host of blessings that come with being called His? Second, I mentioned earlier that the first two verses are just so good, and they are. But for me, it triggered a need to meditate more on what it means to trust in the Lord. This phrase is, dare I say, overused in the Christian lexicon. It's on our money for crying out loud. And there's a danger in us getting desensitized to it. Our church is going through the book of Malachi right now. And yesterday we looked at the famous passage on tithing in chapter 3 where God says straight up, test me on this. Give your tithes and contributions to the church and test me to see whether or not I won't bless you for it. So we see that there's this weird relationship that we have with God where the more we trust and let go and give, the more we receive. So as we go today and we meditate on this passage, what does it look like for us to trust in the Lord? What sphere of our lives have we refused to trust God in? As we close, let me pray for us from this psalm. Heavenly Father, as we go today, help us to think clearly about what it means to trust in the Lord, to trust in you. There are so many phrases that we have misused, overused, and that we have been desensitized to. So God, help us to notice that and to repent. We praise you for your word that put these phrases in front of us today anew. For your word that forces us to consider these things again. We praise you for what this psalm tells us about you, our God, that you are like the mountains around Jerusalem, that you surround your people, not just for a minute or two, no, and not during just the best years of our ministry and of our lives, no, but from this time forth and forevermore. God, to think that when we come into glory and enter your gates into heaven, you will both surround us and be the light within our midst. Lord, we are your people. What a privilege. Help us to walk upright in our hearts, just as the psalmist describes here, that we may have peace that only you can secure for us. 
You are the Prince of Peace, and we rejoice in your great love for us. By your Spirit we pray. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.